0: Ladies and gentlemen, the hour has arrived. You're listening to Magic and the Law of Attraction with your host, Madam Pamita, episode 28. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Madam Pamita, and you're listening once again to Magic and the Law of Attraction the podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Madam Pamita, and you're listening to Magic and the Law of Attraction, the podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. So in this episode, I'll be telling you how to work with essential oils as a witchcraft tool, and the seven quick and easy ways you can do spells with essential oils. Before we get into that, I have a couple of announcements. Want to let you know what's going on. First of all, some announcements about where I'm going to be. Paganacon in Minneapolis is coming on March 20th through 22nd. And I will be there co-teaching a class with my dear friend, Jim Barker of Divine Hand Palmistry. And he and I will be teaching a class called the Palmistry Tarot Mashup, a workshop there. So if you're going to be at Picanicon, I hope to see you. I'll be there. Look for the lady with the purple hair and you'll find me um, and come to my workshop. Uh, That'll be fun. I'm also going to be coming to the Reader Studio in New York on April 23rd through 26th. Now that is a tarot gathering, like the ultimate tarot gathering. And um, I'm not going to be there presenting, but I am going to be there as a participant. And so if you're there, find me. I hope that we see each other, come up and say hi. I'd love to see you. So Paganicon in Minneapolis and the Reader Studio in New York. A couple of things going on here at the Parlor of Wonders. We've got a new moon heart service coming up. Every month on the New Moon, I light candles for 13 very, very special clients. And if you would like to be one of those, you can check out more about it by going to Parlor of Wonders, clicking on Services, and clicking on New Moon Hearth Service. You can find out all about it, including when the release dates are for the next upcoming New Moon Hearth Service. Speaking of candle magic, I have a book coming out in October. Very excited about it. It is the book of candle magic. It is a hardcover book. It is absolutely gorgeous. I'm very excited about it. I can't claim the, you know, any hand in making it gorgeous. There's an art designer out there who made this amazing, gorgeous book. But, um, It is gorgeous inside and out, and the inside part I did have a hand in. I wrote a book about candle magic, teaching you all the ins and outs of how to create your own spells. So like most candle magic books out there are just a bunch of recipes. This is the one that's going to teach you to be a master chef so that you can create spells from scratch. You don't have to follow someone else's recipes or look for someone else's recipe. You can do it from scratch by using the information in this book. Very, very excited for it, it's coming out in October, but you can be super instrumental in helping me to get the word out there about this book by pre-ordering it. So how do you pre-order it? Go to your local bookstore and let them know you'd like the Book of Candle Magic, you'd like to pre-order the Book of Candle Magic by Madame Pamita. It's coming out on Llewellyn Books, so you can let them know that, and then they can sign you up and they'll order it for the bookstore. That always helps because if they order it for you, they'll probably order an extra copy for the bookstore, at least an extra copy for the bookstore, and that's always a good thing. Then, uh, if you are one, a mail ordery sort of person, you can contact IndieBound or Amazon or uh, even Llewellyn, and you can or- pre order the book there. You can also pre order it on my site. Uh, if you go to parlorwonders.com, you can pre order the book there. And um, I'll be happy to ship it out to you as soon as it's published. So wherever you go, pre-order it, please. It super helps me. It helps me to get the word out there and it helps me to create more content for you. So if you love having this free content, never charge you for these videos, these podcast episodes, the uh live magic Q&As. Those are all things that I offer to you for free. And instead of having a Patreon or making you have a certain, you know, thing that you have to get to to get to me, I make these things available for free and out there for everyone. You can show appreciation for that by pre-ordering my book. It's a great book. It's a win-win. It's a win for me and it's a win for you. You're really going to love having that book. All right, so let's talk about this episode and what I'm going to be telling you about, which is how to work with essential oils as a witchcraft tool. So, what is essential oils witchcraft? Well, a lot of people want to do spells, but I, you know, I hear this all the time. People are like, "What if someone sees me doing my magic? Ah, you know, if I do a big candle spell, someone's going to see me and it's going to be, you know, they're going to judge me." Or oh, Madam Pamita, I don't have any time to do a spell. It's like too much work to sit down for two hours and do a big ritual to do a spell. Or, oh, Madam Pamita, I don't have enough money to to buy all these uh, equipment and all the stuff that you need for spell work, or it's too complicated, or I don't have a place that is my local witch supply shop that I can buy anything, and I need to do something right now. Well, all of these things, all of these questions, all of these concerns that people have about doing magic actually get me really excited because it means I can tell them about essential oils witchcraft. So essential oils witchcraft is something I call it essential oils witchcraft because it's spells where essential oils are the main or the only magical ingredient of the spell. Now we can use essential oils in a lot of different contexts. We can use essential oils for aromatherapy. We can use it for perfume, just a simple perfume. We can add it to, as use it as an added ingredient in another kind of spell, like you are blessing your mojo bag with an essential oil or putting an essential oil blend on your candle. So These are other ways that we can use essential oils, but when we use essential oils as the primary magical tool, that's what I call essential oils witchcraft. So first, let's talk about what essential oils are. You can find, this is one of the things that I love, you can find essential oils almost everywhere nowadays. Now, it used to be, back in the olden days, you would have to go to a super crunchy granola, hippie supermarket, co-op, And then you'd have a little selection of, of essential oils. Or you would have to, you know, look really hard to find them. Now they're everywhere. Everywhere. Like so everywhere. You can get them at Target. You can get them at Walmart. You can get them at um I I was at Marshall's and they had essential oil kits there. I mean, essential oils are everywhere. So you can find them. They're easy to find. I bet you even most supermarkets certainly. Whole Foods and those markets will have a, a ton of essential oils, but you know, if you need a if you need a spell right now, if you need to do something right now, and you don't have the tools, you can run down to the drugstore, and I'll bet you the twenty four hour drugstore has essential oils. So these one of the things I love about them and about essential oils witchcraft is that it is everywhere. It is easy to get. It is easy to access. It's one of those things I call supermarket witchcraft, which is that when you can take these things that you can get at regular stores and turn them into magic, it's amazing. And this is one of those examples. Now, what are essential oils? oils, Essential oils are the compounds that are extracted from plants that are capturing the scent and sometimes the flavor of the plant. So when we get an essential oil, it's the essence, the essential oil is the essence of what makes that plant or what we how we connect to that plant in a lot of ways. So like an essential oil of peppermint is going to be an a concentrated, a highly concentrated essence of peppermint. So a few drops of peppermint essential oil is like the equivalent of pounds possibly of that plant. So you're not only getting the concentrated smell and taste of that plant, but you're all you're also getting the concentrated energy of that plant. And that concentrated energy can give a lot of oomph to your magic. Now, you know, I always say more doesn't add equal better, but that concentration, think about something that's concentrated. It has a lot of potential. It has a lot of potential energy for something. And so when you're getting the concentrated essence of the plant, you're gathering up a lot of concentrated energy of that plant to use in your magic. Now, we before we even get started with how to use them magically, we have to talk about how to use essential oils safely. So talking about that concentration, you want to be mindful that essential oils are concentrated. They are intense. It is not something that we go, oh, la, 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 I'm just going to pour this on myself or something like that. If you're breathing it or applying it to your skin or using it in your bath, you only need a very small amount to reap the benefits, right? Think about that again. You only need a small amount. Don't go hog wild, even if the you know, you love the smell of pouring a lot. I have done, believe me, I say this from experience, I've done that before where I had a, a, an essential oil ring burner that you put on top of a light bulb. And I put essential oils, a lot of essential oil in it. And my room was like overwhelmed with lemongrass or whatever it was that it was burning. It was like, oh my God. So you only need a tiny, tiny amount. Just think in terms of a drop or two, that's really all you need. Now especially when you're applying essential oils to the skin, you need to be very, very mindful. They should never, ever, ever be used on your skin at full strength. I say this because, yeah, there's some oils that probably are not gonna cause anything Problems if you use them at full strength, but there's lots of them that do cause sensitivities. There's um, oils like the citrus oils that are cause photosensitivity, and if you put a a citrus essential oil on your skin and then go out in the sun, you can get a really bad sunburn. Or oils like essential oil of cinnamon that can be so intense that it can cause like rashes and things like that. So it's fine to use them on your skin, but just make sure that you delete, dilute them, not delete them, dilute them before you put them on your skin. Then you'll be in good shape. Now, how do we dilute them? Well, it's super simple to do. I mean, it's not even a process. It's like very, very easy to do. So essential oils, if you want to use an essential oil and you want to dilute it, you need a carrier oil. So a carrier oil can be something like sweet almond oil or apricot kernel oil or or jojoba oil. There's a lot of different carrier oils that are out there. I recommend these that I mentioned because they're, they're skin safe. They don't go rancid as easily and they're a lot easier to use. So they're meant to be for your skin. So I mean, I'm sure you can use something like, you know, if you wanted to use Crisco, go ahead and use Crisco. If you want to use, you know, I don't know, your vegetable oil in your kitchen, sure, but those are going to have weird smells. Olive oil, it's got a weird smell. You know, it smells nice, but it's also going to be mixing with your thing. So use those ones that are meant to be carrier oils like sweet almond oil, apricot kernel oil, jojoba oil. And when you, you look at the proportions, make it like a 20 to one ratio. That means you use 20 parts of your carrier oil to one part of the essential oil, All right or less. I mean, you can even make it less. So, you know, you take a little bottle, add a few drops of your essential oil, and then shake it up and see if it's a strong enough smell for you. It probably is going to be, you know, it's probably going to be strong enough. So you don't need to go crazy with 50-50, you know, that's way, way, way too strong. Make it mostly carrier oil and just add a little bit of your essential oil. Now, another caveat that I say is that essential oils shouldn't really be taken internally. That, um, so, you know, there's all kinds of information out there about you know essential oils. There's companies that sell essential oils that are like, oh yeah, you know, drink this or add this. But um, there are oils that are probably safe if they're taken internally. But again, you're looking at a very concentrated thing, and especially with oils, if you're not under the care of somebody that's a physician or somebody that knows a licensed practitioner that knows what they're doing and they know they're giving you a good quality oil, I just wouldn't risk taking it internally. You're taking a lot of concentrated power in there, a lot of concentrated energy and it could cause a big problem. So just as a rule of thumb across the board, don't take them internally. Avoid drinking them unless you're under the advice and care of somebody a licensed practitioner who knows what they're doing, they're experienced with working in essential oils and they're they're providing you with essential oils that are meant to be taken internally. Um if you're using an essential oil in an in, uh, in inhalation purposes, you're either using a diffuser or you're doing a steam or whatever, make sure you're in a well-ventilated room. Leave the diffuser on for 30 to 60 minutes and then leave it off for 30 to 60 minutes, not just constantly going all the time. All right? So that way you get, you know, that you're not breathing in all of those um, concentrated fumes for very long because, you know, again probably not a great idea. If you're in doubt about the safety of any particular oil, whether it's okay to write about it, write about it if it's okay, sorry. If you're in doubt about the safety of any particular oil and you're in doubt about putting it on your skin, you can write about it all you want, but if you're in doubt about putting it on your skin or using it for inhalation, just don't do it. If you're, not, if you're not sure, if you are want to find out more, research the side effects it may have online. I mean, there's certain oils and certain herbs that we recommend that, for example, that pregnant women or people with kidney issues or, you know, things like that don't use. So just research, you know, do your du- due diligence. And before you use any essential oil, just make sure that it's safe for you to use with your situation, your physical situation all right, you've done all that work. You did your research. You diluted the oil. Now, how do I use essential oils in my witchcraft? So first and easiest way to do that. There's an easy way to do that. You can purchase a spiritual oil blend that contains real essential oils. It's ready to go. It's like you grab and go, right? It's diluted with a carrier oil. And if you want to make it even a subtler scent, you can dilute them further. So those spiritual oils the ones that I sell, the ones that, um, you know, the kind of practitioners that are, you can kind of tell who's using essential oils and who's just using cheap, low budget fragrances. Buy it from a reputable dealer and you've already got it diluted with the carrier oil. And if you want even a subtler scent when you use it, you can dilute them further. If you want to make your own, research the magical uses of spiritual oils and make your own blend from scratch. For that, you're gonna need a guidebook to magical herbs. You can find a guidebook. I sell them. Um, there's Cunningham's Guide to Magical Herbs. There's the um, work uh, guide that uh, Catherine Ironwood has put out that's got magical herbs. There's lots of resources. There's a Blackthorn's Guide to Magical Herbs. There's a ton of resources out there with great information about how to use herbs magically. You can start there, research those ones that have essential oils, and then you can make a blend that way. Uh, there's a quick and easy way you can make a single essential oil dilution and then you don't have to worry about making a blend. So let's say you want to make a for example a prosperity oil and you're thinking oh I can use this herb and that herb and how does it going to smell if I use this? Well, you can just use one oil, one essential oil that has a prosperity you know, energy to it because you've read about it in your magical guidebook. And then you can dilute that with your carrier oil. And there you've got your essential oil to work with. So if you um, don't have the book and you want to start to think about ways that you, what single essential oil you could use, you could check out on my site, If you go to ParlorOfWonders.com, you can look at the herb listings, and each of those herbs has a description that tells you what it's used for magically. So if you do that, you're going to have a good guide right there for free online on my site that will show you how to use these herbs, and you can just make a single essential oil, dilute it, and you have a magical oil there. Now, what do we do with these essential oil blends? They can be used for witchcraft by applying them to your body, your environment, your tools, adding them to other liquids and so much more. And I bet you have questions about this. Do you have questions about essential oils and where you can apply them and how you can use them? I'm I'm wondering if you want to know the seven different ways. I recommend that you use your essential oils in witchcraft well. In a minute, I'm going to be telling you those seven quick and easy spells that you can do with essential oils. But I also want to tell you a way that you can meet with me and ask me your questions about essential oils, about spells, about magic, about tarot, witchcraft, law of attraction, spiritualism, all those things that are so magical. That's right. Every Sunday, you can join me for the live magic QA tea party. It takes place on Zoom. I call it the Spell Squad Clubhouse. And in it, I have a special guest. My guest and I answer your questions all about magical stuff, including your questions about essential oils. It doesn't cost anything to join us there. It's not like a Clubhouse where you have to pay membership dues. It's free, but you do have to be a member of the Spell Squad to get in. How do you get to be a member? Super easy. Go to SpellSquad.com, sign up for my newsletter, and you'll get the link that you can join us over the computer, over your smartphone, or even over a regular phone. It takes place every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. And if you wanna see past episodes, you can check them out on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Madam Pamita. But go head over to SpellSquad.com and sign up so that you can join the Spell Squad. You'll get a ton of free goodies and you can join me and my guests with a cup of tea and you'll get some deep spiritual wisdom. We are dropping the deep spiritual wisdom there, folks. It's always fun in our clubhouse, and I would love to see you there. So come on over, go to SpellSquad.com and join us. So let's talk about those seven ways that you can use essential oils in your magic. Okay, first one, anointing with essential oil blends. I think I have, do I have seven or do I have, I have eight. I have a bonus one for you. I just realized. All right. So the first one is anointing with your essential oil blends. Okay. So you can make that blend or you can buy that blend, that essential oil blend, and apply it over your body. You apply it in an upward motion from your feet toward your head for something that you want to bring in, and in a downward motion from your head toward your feet for something that you want to they out. You can also, here's another little thing, you know, you've always heard me say the upward downward thing. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard that before, but there's another way that you can apply those essential oil blends. You can apply a dot of essential oil blend to your chakras, to your heart, to your hands, to your genitals, whatever part of the body is most appropriate for your witchcraft that you're doing. No judging. It might be downtown. I don't know. So, you can apply a dot of that essential oil blend to those areas that you're working on. Working on your heart, put it on your heart, and so on. All right. You can also use essential oil blends to bless an object. Ah, oh, you can put a little bit of oil, a little dot of oil on something. Maybe it's a magical tool that you're blessing, or maybe you're doing some sneaky magic. Ha ha. Maybe you're doing a love spell and you're going to give a gift to your potential lover, your target. You can put a couple drops of that love oil on that thing before you give it to them. Now, make sure if you're using essential oils for putting on an object, that your object isn't a cloth or a paper or cardboard or something like that will doesn't mix with oil. That won't work. For that, you use sachet powders and we'll, that's going to be a whole other episode. But if you're You've got something that's made out of metal, something that's made out of plastic, something that's made out of China. Those things will all work with a little dot of essential oil in a super magical way and a super sneaky way to work as well. How else can you be using your essential oils? Well, you can put it in your bath. Oh, those essential oils in the bath are always great. Drizzle three, four, five, fifteen 15 drops of your essential oil blend into your bath water. Speak a spell over the water and use that place as your place for manifesting your intention. Ah, beautiful place to meditate, focus, visualize, do a whole ritual there, put on some music. Oh, I love that. That is that is my place. Kids, I am a water sign. You will find me me in a bath are always good. <laughs> All right. What's another way that you can use your essential oils in your magic? Okay. Inhaling your essential oils. You can add three or four drops of an undiluted essential oil to a quart of hot water in a bowl or basin, and you can let that smell permeate throughout your house. You can also get a diffuser. That is another way you can work with those, inhaling those essential oils. Just remember if you're using a diffuser, You want to let it go on for an hour and off for an hour. Don't leave going all the time. You can do a massage with your essential oil blend. Oh my gosh, there's your essential oils witchcraft advanced studies. You can do a massage with it. Add 20 to 40 drops of your essential oil blend to the carrier oil, like sweet almond oil, jojoba, or any other plain massage oil. And you can apply this to your skin. If you're going to go out on the town, put that on your skin, massage yourself, or you can apply this oil to your loved one. And while you're applying that oil, you could be envisioning the spell that you want to cast. Beautiful working to do, with or without their permission. I'm not judging here. You can tell them you're doing it or you can keep it a secret. What's another way we can work with those essential oils? We can make a room spray. You can add, you know, 10, 20 drops of oil, essential oil undiluted to a bottle of water, a little spray bottle. You add spring water to it, shake to mix the contents, and then spray it around your space. This is what I call smokeless incense. So if you're sensitive to incense, you can't take the smoke, you have issues with breathing or asthma or something like that, this room spray is a great way to do the same thing that incense does without having the smoke that can cause problems. The seventh one, doing Witchcraft on others with essential oils. Well, I already talked a little bit about that. So to bring in the results that you want from others, like if you have some person in mind, you have a target, your lover, your boss, your client, your family member, you can put those essential oils on something that they will touch, a gift, or you can put it on a door handle, or you can put it on a drawer handle or a car door handle. You can also add some of that um, essential oil or that essential oil blend to some lotion or shampoo, which they will use on their body. Body washes are a great place to do this. So you can do another little sneaky trick or tell them this is blessed magical shampoo or body wash, you know, up to you. And that is a great way to work on someone else. You can also empower your magic with essential oils. They're great for a quick spell. Oh, this isn't my, I didn't have eight. I did have seven. Darn it. I thought I was giving you a bonus one. Well, this is kind of a bonus. It's just not another way that you can use it. So, um, you can empower your magic with essential oils. Think of essential oils as great, a great, great tool for a quick spell. How long does it take to put a little essential oil on yourself, a essential oil blend on yourself in the morning? A second five seconds, and that's a great way to do a spell on a daily basis. But also think of these essential oil blends as building blocks that you can add to your other spells. So like if you're working on a big candle spell, then you can add some extra power by spraying your room with the essential oil room spray or putting the oil blend on yourself before you start doing your spell work. These are ways that you can kind of add these extra building blocks to empower your spells. Are you about to do some focused meditation for manifestation that you can anoint yourself with that essential oil blend before you get started? So these are all ways that you can add these other building blocks to your other bigger spells that you're doing. And that's a great, great, beautiful, easy, fast, not difficult to do way to enhance your spell work. So I hope that was helpful for you. I hope you are as excited about essential oils witchcraft as I am it's a really easy way to work. You can go as easy as you want by buying a blend that's already made or get more involved with it by making your own. And you can do anything within that spectrum. So that about does it for this episode of Magic and the Law of Attraction. If you would like to get even more info about essential oils witchcraft, then check out my magic blog over at Parlor of Wonders, you go to parlorofwonders.com, you click on instruction, and then you go to Magic Blog, where you can read my article entitled, What is Essential Oils Witchcraft and How Can I Do It? And you can find all kinds of other articles teaching you about magic, tarot, witchcraft, law of attraction, spiritualism, all kinds of magical, mystical goodies over there. And don't forget, if you have questions about all that good magical and mystical stuff, then you'll want to join me at the live magic QA tea party every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Go to spellsquad.com to get the secret code to come in. And if you do that, you'll also get a copy, a free copy of my gorgeously illustrated ebook, Seven Secrets to Supercharge Your Spellwork. Just go to spellsquad.com and get your free copy. And I want to give a huge thank you to all of the Spell Squad members out there who have subscribed, who have subscribed to and shared this podcast with your friends and big, 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 extra, extra love to the fabulous folks who have left reviews on iTunes. Those reviews are amazing help for getting the word out there about the podcast. They mean the world to me. I look at all of them. I read all of them. So I super, super appreciate you taking the time to do them. Every episode, I pick my favorite written review, and I give a shout out to that person. And this episode, my favorite review was by Hockey12121212. They're in 121212. Maybe I'm reading it wrong. I don't know. Anyway, um, Hockey121212 12, 12, 12 says, a wonderfully uplifting. I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, enjoyed this podcast. I have been really struggling with my beliefs because it feels as if my natural inclination and instincts have been deemed bad. Listening to this today put me at ease in my journey to allow myself the freedom to act on my instincts when it comes to the spirit realm. Your knowledge and warmth is just an absolute light. I'm really looking forward to supporting your podcast, website, YouTube, and whatever social media platforms you're on. Wow. And thank you for being so giving of yourself and your amazing knowledge. Best, Shayla. Thank you so much, Shayla. I'm so curious why Shayla's into hockey. I'm wondering if she's a big hockey fan. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for those very, very kind words. And by the way, I should mention all those social media. If you just look up Madam Pamita on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, on whatever, whatever, that's what I go by on everything. Usually all smushed together in one word easy to find. Hope you find me over there and follow me on those other things that you use. I'd love to see you. I'd love to connect with you. And I'd love to follow you too. If you are out there and listening to this on iTunes and you want to shout out too, well, then you go on to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and write a written review. Let me know what you think, what you like about the show, what you want more of, and I will do my best to get that. Thank you to Jill Navarre for production and engineering on the show, if I can keep my voice. Thank you to Manfred Hofer for announcing. Oh my goodness. And thank you so much for joining me. I'm looking forward to next week and we'll be answering the question, what can I do to manifest my dreams? Until next time, this is Madame Pamita saying, keep making your life the most magical adventure ever.